Welcome, welcome to another edition of Santana Says, where we talk about everything from roadblocks to relationships and everything in between, as well as the overall journey of life. I am super excited, as always, to bring you another edition of the show and just happy that you are here spending time today to dive into another topic and to be able to enjoy this journey and explore this journey of life together. Um, as a recap, I wanted to be able to let you know that if you are here, this is actually the fourth episode that we um, have done together so far. And so the first one, I actually did give a chance to introduce myself a bit, who I was and a little bit about me since, you know, this is a new venture that I'm taking on. The second episode, I dive deeply into domestic violence. And so that was an opportunity for us to not only learn more about that, but for you to hear about my personal experience with it. So if you want to be able to take a deeper dive into that, you can feel free to, you know, review that episode because that is where we took a deeper dive into that. But what we also talked about was how you can overcome all of that. And so you don't have to be just the products of your experiences, including one of that kind. And so and I especially was happy to talk about that because. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month and just because domestic violence has absolutely plagued you know me as well as my family and so it was definitely a topic that I was happy to discuss but on the third episode we actually brought in one of my very closest friends Pierre Hurd who is the CEO of Millennial Mommying and she was able to tell us also about her own journey accomplishments she's made in the platform that she has now created to help others she herself has also been through some different experiences and so but she especially turned all of that around and has made something positive for others. And so I was just very happy for her to be able to come in and talk more about that. With all of that being said, the holidays are upon us. And so holidays can be a difficult time for some. It can, it can absolutely be a very joyous time. You know, a lot of us look forward to it. We get excited. You know, we love, you know, when it comes to, for, for those of us who do celebrate Christmas, like the gift giving, for those of us who do celebrate Thanksgiving, like the great food that we're able to share with others as well. But I know that for some of us, holidays can be a triggering time. And so it can also be a very sad time. It might remind us of family members that are no longer with us. It might remind us of some moments that we're not, we're not as fond of and all of those things. And it just can be, you know, a different experience depending on where we're at. And so not only do I want to start off by acknowledging that first and foremost and letting people know that, you know, holidays can be problematic or they can be they can be interesting to navigate and difficult to navigate or they can be like I said something quite exciting I also think it's a great time to talk about gratitude and so with especially with Thanksgiving for some of us it's the the cornerstone is the food and like that's the main focus and that's like the main thing that we we worrying about and like how many plates we can get for some of us too it's a good time for reflection to be honest especially with the end of the year approaching and with us you know having that new year on the horizon really giving us a chance to like like reflect and see how you know what we've done like what progress we made and what progress is still like um, in front of us as well that we can like still make in the future also I especially want to take this time to talk about the power though that comes behind gratitude so I feel that I, that's not always something that I did myself. I feel like I've heard a lot of people say, oh, you know, you should be more grateful and you know when you reflect on gratitude or take time to really 
you know, use that in your life, it can really help you. I had never really seen that in action until I started using it intentionally. So I don't mean like thinking about gratitude, like on a, you know, visiting basis or that like sometimes you're like thinking about when you're grateful or using a time like Thanksgiving to think about what you're grateful for and all of that. I mean, actually making it a part of your life. And so what I've been working on intentionally myself is really just how can I remember what I'm grateful for every day? You know, how can I use that? to then influence my actions and really be you know humble myself but also really appreciate what's around me and so when you start to open up that opportunity what I've noticed is it really helps me to look at things differently you know because there's already a lot of pressures that we have in our life there's already a lot of things that we need to show up for and act for and perform for essentially and so that takes a lot of energy that takes a lot of energy from us it definitely asks a lot of us and it's something that we have to continually maintain as well and so that definitely a lot of that comes with all of those requirements but I would definitely say that gratitude has opened up a lot for me so in my case, especially, I'm just grateful for a lot of the lessons. So as I mentioned, I definitely had the domestic violence, you know, help happen to me in my life. And I've absolutely seen it happen to others. And it's an interesting thing to say, right, that I'm what I'm about to allow myself to say that I'm actually grateful. Now, am I saying that I'm grateful for the abuse itself? Uh, not nah, absolutely not. I mean, I would have loved to have avoided that part of it. But am I grateful for the experience that I gained from it? Absolutely. I had to really accept a lot of harm not harmful truths but really just like difficult truths about myself when I looked back at that relationship that would definitely be where I would say the gratitude started and so it was really just instead of looking at that situation with bitterness which I did for a long time I really did a long time I blamed myself for the situation I resented the fact that I was in that situation and really I just felt like, you know, why, you know, and, and being a believer in God, like why would God allow me to be in a situation like that? Like why with all the good things that I do, cause I'm like working at the rape crisis center, as I told y'all in the past, I'm like helping people on a regular basis. I was volunteering at church. I'm like, how is it that me, I'm the person that has to deal with this, but I had to really think about like, okay, but what choices led me to get in that situation? You know, like really take a step away from myself and really get over myself so gratitude has allowed me and humility really to be able to see that sometimes we do get in our own way you know and it's not an easy thing to admit but it absolutely does put us in these predicaments sometimes and I think it's easier to put the blame on something else or someone else but and, and sure there are other people that might contribute and there might be other factors that contribute but you yourself are very much more in control of your life than I think we give ourselves credit for and that's another thing that I did not accept I felt that for a long time, I felt that my life was not something I could control. I felt that it was something that, you know, things just happen and I just need to react to them. I would make sure that I reacted with a very solution oriented mindset. Like I was always big on like, okay, if a problem comes up, what are we going to do to fix it? You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to ruminate on this. I'm not trying to live here in this place. I want to figure out how to get past it. And so what are we going to do? And especially with kids, like having kids, I'm like, okay, no, I don't have time for like hiccups. You know, I need to make sure they're good. We're good. My household is good. I don't have time to be sitting around like trying to, you know ruminate on that and I would get very like triggered by people who you know would constantly choose to complain more about things like that was never something that I liked like hearing people just always like 
looking at things from that kind of negative mindset instead of like jumping to that. But in the process, I was very reactionary. Like I didn't realize that I'm always reacting. I'm reacting to things. I'm putting out fires, but I'm not even seeing how the fires are starting. Like I'm not even realizing how I'm literally going to pick up the wood. I'm putting it into the fire pit and I'm making the fire myself instead of looking at it from a different place. And so Gratitude definitely helped me realize that there's a lot that you can be grateful for and there's a lot of growth that can come behind that because definitely the relationship I was in helped me grow in a lot of ways. It absolutely helped me realize how my self-esteem was in a place. It was in such a low place that obviously I had not realized that. I thought that this was all I deserved and could accept and that life couldn't possibly be any better than this. That was something, a painful truth I had to realize. A second truth was that attention. Because of the uh, gaps in attention that I had had in my life as a child, um, as mentioned, you know, like as a growing adult before, I was definitely trying to, I was definitely trying to address that gap. And so I wasn't doing it in the most healthy way. I just was trying to do it in a way that allowed me to get whatever attention I could seek. And it wasn't just in that relationship. There were other relationships after that where I realized, was I really going into it because I'm trying to like really see this person for who they are and just, you know, and like what we can build or do I just like how I feel when I'm with this person? And that's what I was doing. So for a lot of times, especially after that abusive relationship, I didn't immediately come out of that relationship healed and like, wow, I really know what I want out of life now. And I I'm going to be able to get a healthy relationship. Not really. <laughs> Absolutely not. If anything, I'm still figuring that out. And so I had to realize instead that I needed to put some, definitely put those things aside and really start looking at things from a better perspective because it's going to really shut me out <laughs> from a lot of things. And I'm going to be the person blocking my own blessings because I don't see how I'm creating my own pitfalls. And so for sure, the relationship itself helped me to realize that. It helped me to realize, uh, like I said, the where my self-esteem was what I was willing to accept and also what really was the definition of healthy. So in that relationship, it certainly was not a healthy one, but I wasn't aware of how unaware I was of what healthy is. And I'm still, I still think that's another definition that I love to continue to develop, you know, like what exactly is healthy? You know, what does healthy mean for us? How does healthy help us grow as individuals? And you know, what, what should we be looking for when we're looking for healthy things? And how does that really affect all the facets of our life? Because it really does. I mean, the, the thoughts that we continue to cultivate on a regular basis absolutely affect our actions. The kind of ways that we look at things affect our behaviors. Our behaviors are definitely influence our choices. Like it's all linked. And so I've been realizing that now I have an incredible thirst for healthy. I want to learn as much as I can about what it means to be healthy. I want to do whatever I can to be doing things that are healthy. And that's just where I want to be. Like I definitely think that before that wasn't where my focus was. One, because I didn't know what, what on earth healthy was so I'm not I can't look for something that I don't even know what it is but also I had never seen it either and so because I hadn't seen it I had literally no exposure to it it wasn't there was no thirst no thirst had been awakened for something like that when it was something I hadn't even had any any interaction with absolutely so with all of those things I definitely you know had to uh, realize all of that but also I would definitely say kids so now that I you know as a mother 
And I realize that I might be speaking to some people who are also fellow parents and I might be speaking to people that might be considering parenthood or might not be there. Or I know there are some people that unfortunately may be trying to have children and that might not necessarily it might not have been an easy process. I definitely want to shout out every single one of those individuals, you know, all of you who may be listening and maybe thinking about that, because I know that that's also something that we don't always think about. So that's why I wanted to start off by saying that, because so as a parent. I will definitely say that that's not something I always thought about. I actually had a friend at work who had been trying to conceive for years. And meanwhile, like, I think that same morning, I had literally just had one of the most difficult mornings with my children. Like, I was trying to, like, get them out the door. I'm trying to get them dressed, get them to school on time. And, like, then I get to work and I hear this woman outpouring how she's been trying to have a kid forever. And it wasn't, it hasn't been in the cards. Her and her husband have been trying everything, like, spending thousands of dollars on procedures and they still hadn't been able to have a kid and I'm over here complaining like I'm literally like well you know maybe you could take one of mine because I'm over here having like this difficult time but what I really had to do was realize like wow I'm finding something difficult and complaining about something that somebody like wishes they could have and have not been able to and have not been able to get like up until this moment and so the childhood thing, y'all, or not the childhood, the parenthood thing has absolutely shaped my life in so many ways. I know I had mentioned prior to that, that, you know, in my case, my kids actually saved my life. And I really think that that is no further from the truth because they not only help me look at life from different perspectives, but literally I don't knowing the path that I was on and how I told y'all and how I was not looking for healthy things. I don't think I would have there was no reason why I would have continued to look for healthy had it not been for them. You know, they gave me like literally a new purpose. They literally gave me like help life give new meaning. And they really helped me realize like, I really got to make sure I do what I can to be healthy, not only for myself, but for them because they really are looking up to me. And if I'm not here, who is going to be there for them? You know, and where are they going to get their own definition of healthy? Nobody else is necessarily providing for that providing that to them, especially like from my own family, but also given the experiences that they've been having. So that was another one where I really had to look at it from a perspective of gratitude and really just being grateful for my children and just seeing them. And also when we, because even I have three of them, so there's definitely like a whole, you know, myriad of personalities that comes with that. And as I told y'all, they're girls. So yes, prayers are definitely welcome because they are emotional and they have a lot that's going on, but I definitely have, have learned how grateful I am for them to have them and the constant lessons that they give me every day so an interesting thing that I also um have alluded to on the show but want to dive deeper into is the conversations I have with my children so I have a lot of restorative conversations with my children because they notice a lot and so I know that for a long time I did think like many others that I need to shield them that's actually more of my job so as mama bear I need to make sure that I cover these babies I need to make sure that they are protected at all times and that they feel safe. I didn't realize, though, by not talking about certain topics, they don't feel safe, you know, because they're like, wow, I live with this person every day, yet I'm not able to talk about some of the things that I really want to be able to talk about. I actually have a daughter who's in elementary school who's already been looking at, you know, has already been having identity issues. I didn't think you could come up with identity issues in fourth grade, but apparently so. Apparently they're talking about a lot more more things in school now than I ever realized 
and had never known that would be explored. I also had to realize too that some of the drama they're experiencing that for me, I didn't even experience until maybe high school or college. They're talking about some of those things now. They're also already having to prove themselves now. They're also facing a lot more pressures now and they just see a lot more. They have YouTube and I would definitely say that for me, YouTube was not a world that I had explored when I was a child. And even as a teenager, I remember having like, I could throw it back to MySpace. MySpace was mine. I remember tagged. I remember all these social media pages, but that were vastly different. And YouTube would make me like starting to come around, but it, it certainly wasn't like a career. Like it was like literally people could do it full time now. Like they're literally living there. They're able to do all these things. And it's something that it's one of the careers on my child's list. I know that if I would have asked that 10 years ago, YouTube creator or digital creator would not be on there. But now, you know, that is the world we're on. We're in. And so I've been having to, you know, pivot and learn about that and realize that with that, although there's a lot of good, of course, they learn so many things. They know more things than I do, you know, in essence. But there's just a lot of things that they're exposed to negatively. And I already had my daughter also in fourth grade telling me she also wasn't sure if she looked the right way. She was telling me that she had body image issues. I was like, at, in four, first of all, again, fourth grade. <laughs> so I'm like, let me take a step because... I, why are you already thinking that you don't look the, you know, the way you need to, or that she actually thought that her weight was a problem. And I will tell y'all if you, uh, <laughs> my children are actually want to, they're, they're tiny cause I'm already a very short person and their father, not necessarily their other parent is not necessarily the tallest person in the world either. So they're already like on the smaller side, but also they're definitely smaller weight. So I'm like, wow, for her to already be having these distorted visions of herself is just incredible to me. And then it just helped me realize how many other battles is she already facing that sometimes I don't even realize because we don't always give space to that. And because I, I thought again as a protector that really my the way to protect you is to just you know guard you and, and keep you and, and cover you but not necessarily to explore all of these issues with you once I open up that door she has absolutely been outpouring and so we actually build that in so we we do it we definitely do it at the dinner table sometimes if it's there we do it before bed but we also do it just you know at different times like on the weekend when we're able to you know, have more times with one another. And what I also love to do with them now is have these circles where they're able to express their opinions about one another, positive ones, like uplifting. But sometimes it's also, they will criticize. Like though, it's also a time for them to say, like if someone did something to them that actually did trigger them, or if they got in an argument and they wanted to be able to like voice their side, I love to give space for that. Like I like to have my own circle with them where they'll actually go in turns. Like you're, you say something about the next person, the next person says something else else sometimes we also offer our affirmations to each other during this space but it's really just this overall opportunity to really explore things that are happening and to had I not really looked and been grateful for what it is that it is to be a parent but also grateful for all of the lessons that they're able to give me and all of the knowledge that they really have I don't think I would have even figured that there was value in that I don't I don't know that I would have even carved out time for that because without having looking at it from that way because I think before that it, it just it gets so easy especially before the pandemic when we were like really even um easier and even though we're still in the midst of some of a pandemic now it just looks different um but definitely I feel like life can come at us really fast 
And so a lot of times we're doing a lot of different activities. There's a lot of things that pulls us away from our household. And I don't think we realize that sometimes we need to just pause and just, you know, give that, give ourselves that time to reflect. I think a lot of times we make a lot more, it's easier to make excuses for it. Cause I have, <laughs> and I've said like, okay, but ain't nobody got time. Like I don't need, I don't have time right now to with all the things that I have going on in my day to then sit back and reflect on my day. Why would I do that? Like I'm trying to just get ready for the next day and like the next thing that I need to tackle and like whatever that next responsibility or checklist that I have on my list and so I get that but I've really been learning that operating from that mindset and giving that time like you're not gonna have time if you don't carve it out you know it really does lead to this greater effect when you do that and so I've also been trying to help them realize what they're grateful for and have them articulate what kind of strengths they have and so I've realized, too, that for children, that isn't necessarily the easiest thing to do. If you really ask a child, you know, well, tell me, like, what you're good at. Like, what are some of the your strong points? A lot of them really struggle with that. I've even seen it on the high school side because I also work at a high school uh, full time. And that is like in, like it's incredibly fascinating to me that that's the case but also pretty sad like and disheartening that when I ask them like well can you like tell me you know what are some good things that you do or like they might be able to tell me careers like oh yeah I'm interested in doing this this is how I want to make my money but when I really ask them to give me a list of like what they do well and all of those things yeah they they can't they can't necessarily do it and so I think we need to be able to take that time to pour into you know our youth for sure and, and anyone that we have that influence in so I know that I also mentioned that for some of us you know children we might not have our own specific children but we definitely might have influence on others I definitely think one of the best influences I had growing up were like my uncles and cousins and aunts like it wasn't always just my own parents you know it was also the influence I got from my from my village and you know from my community members and I just loved you know those chances I had to interact with them and those conversations I had and sometimes I got the chance to tell them things that I did not tell my parents because you know your parents are judgy you know parents are judgy and parents have the ability to punish us so I'm not always I wasn't always trying to tell my mom everything because I'm like no because she can take stuff away from me and I'm not I'm not trying to you know do that I, I would love to explore things with her but I don't want to know that she's gonna like then you know take tv away for a week or something because she feels like I'm seeing too much or doing too much so it was always great to be able to have those other outlets and that's actually something even though I have all these conversations with my children and really have really challenged myself to realize how grateful I am for them and the things that I'm able to teach them and the things that they're also able to teach me. I actually have individual set up for my children as well that they can go to. And I mean, we have our set rules. Like, you know what, if there are things you want to talk to these people about that you don't, you know, you don't necessarily want to tell me that's okay. You know what I mean? Unless it's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? If they, if they thinking about some crazy things, I definitely said, all right, confidence should got to be broken. Cause I need to be able to step in. But if it's not that and they're just exploring things and they just want to be able to have somebody to confide in, I have currently like each one of my children actually has a person, like a set person that they like to. They have, of course, countless other friends, but they absolutely have these other people that they're able to have conversations with. And our guest on the last episode, as I mentioned, Pierre Hurt, she's actually one of them. So like my middle child actually had a whole day where she was able to go out with her. And so they had their own little date time. They like went out, they went journaling, they talked. Um, she even, you know, stayed over with her, you know, over at her house. And it was just so like incredible to me that they could already have that something that I did not find until I was older. I actually had a teacher though, in my case, who, um, the one I mentioned first episode, who had seen me and had 
had definitely noticed me, we were, and we did. We had sometimes we were, and I had, but I sought that person out, and they found me. I definitely had never, again, unfortunately, had somebody, like, presented to me by my parent or somebody that, like, through, you know, my parents' network that I was able to connect with on that level, but we definitely found each other at school, for sure. And, like, ever since then, we were able to cultivate our relationship, and she also is one of the people that now my one of my daughters also goes to. So, like, they each have, like I said, their own set individual, and I just love that they can have that, they're able to form that relationship, and just really be their authentic selves. How many times are we not able to do that? You know what I mean? How many times do we feel like we have to, you know, cover up who we are, and we can't show up, it's just us, you know, and that we have to, you know, act almost as someone else. And I just feel like I can't talk enough about how I don't want to be able to do that. You know, a lot of times I did that, and I really want to, like... And I didn't realize how, you know, limiting that was, but also just like what an incredible disservice I was doing to myself by feeling like I had to act like someone else or that I couldn't reveal certain things. Even when I'm talking to you all about on these episodes, these are things that for some, I know that some people take things like this that happened to them to the grave. You know, they don't like to reveal vulnerabilities or like reveal that things have happened to them. It's been the most freeing thing for me to actually come forward on these things, you know, to have these open and honest conversations. It's been definitely the best thing and it's helped me to meet other people who also have been on similar journeys who have also been through things and overcome things and it's all now that I've done that and I've opened that door it's like all I want to do you know what I mean and I'm just like well how else can I do that like how else can I unlock new levels of healing how else can I unlock new capabilities of being able of forgiveness and you know really just character development because the other thing I had to come to realize and I say this a lot with my children is that just because I'm older than you definitely doesn't mean that I've like stopped learning you know that I've stopped growing and that you know there there isn't more to be able to learn and I even in future relationships I want to be able to be with an individual who also shares that sentiment and much like myself is constantly wanting to continue developing I don't ever want to get to a place where I feel like, you know, I'm done with whatever my development is and that I can continue to, you know, do more and impact more people in the process. So I definitely just appreciate having that. And like I said, all the different people that are in my life, what I also appreciate and have learned that I'm super grateful for is definitely friendships. And so, but not, but those solid friendships, y'all like those friendships with people that it's not just the time either. It's not because I've met some people in the last couple of years that have shown up in ways that people I've known my entire life have not. And so I also really love having friends who call me out on my bs you know and so i love that you know they could tell me when i'm wrong and so and sometimes that's my conversation it's not always like hey girl let me tell you what happened or like oh something happened at work today i had to call you sometimes it's that but sometimes it's also like hey i just did something and i really want to know your side on whether i handled this the right way like do you think i handled it the right way or do you think i probably could have responded differently and honestly those have been like the best conversations i've had and i just am so grateful that i have people in my life that do that and that's all I ever want to have I don't want people who just tell me what I want to hear you know and like how many times do we have that or how many times have we been that for someone else we're like okay well we'll just you know I could tell they feeling a little bit down right now so I'm gonna just tell them what they want to hear and you know make them feel better in that moment but is it really helping them feel better you know when they still might have that problem later on when they really are seeking now I know that for some people we also gotta meet people where they are and sometimes a person might not be ready for that change. You know, they might not be in a place where they want to grow, you know what I mean, or escape something. And when I talked about domestic violence, like I said, we 
also might feel the opposite, right? Where we're like, dang, I've been telling her to leave that relationship or telling him or telling them to leave that relationship for how long? Like, I've been trying to tell them for years and they just have not listened. We also have to respect people and where they're at in their process. So there are some individuals who may not be there and they might not be ready to receive that kind of advice and be ready to make that change. But for others, they are. And when when they are ready for that change and we don't, instead of like really letting, giving them that opportunity to grow and further develop in that situation and instead we tell them, some kind of like surfacey advice like oh no yeah you you handle that well or like you know there doesn't seem like anything right for me or like anything wrong to me that you did in that situation we're not necessarily helping them to see how they can better it and I think all the time you know if there's anybody out there that makes it seem like oh well you know I don't really need that because you know I'm on the right path and I don't really mess up obviously we know that that is not true <laughs> we mess up all the time like there and it's okay to do that I feel like I don't know why we sometimes do that where we make it seem like it's not okay to make mistakes and like that we need to beat ourselves up when we make that mistake instead of being grateful for the lesson that it gives us like a lot of mistakes are lessons in disguise if we let them if we really let them be that but if we look at them as just a failures then obviously that's all we're gonna ever see them as I mean I could have done that like in my relationship I could have easily been like all right well that was clearly a failure because like I mean I literally invited all my you know family to like uh, this person met a lot of my family members you know was intertwined with everything we started a life together and now look now I have nothing to show for it we could I could have looked at it that way and been like well obviously I must not know much about relationships if I allow myself to get in a relationship like this or allow myself to get in a situation like this but it's like opposite we're all trying to figure it out and when we're even when we're in relationships even with friendships, we're constantly learning new things in the process about other people and about ourselves. And so a lot of times, too, relationships do that for us. They help us realize, like, how we are. My kids have helped me learn a lot about myself. <laughs> so things that I did not know, they helped me realize it. And so they helped me realize that, you know, my, my temperament, they've helped me realize where sometimes I am very impatient. You know, they've helped me realize a lot of shortcomings that I definitely needed to work on, not just for them, but for me. Because how do I really want to live my life stressed all of the time and so that's also what I would say is the power of gratitude is how it can really free you up when you look at things from a grateful perspective and also just it'll make you to be honest if you challenge yourself to think about like every day maybe like three things three things that you're grateful for if you do that every single day your perspective really is going to change I mean just you can't help but change when you start to really challenge yourself to think about what you're grateful for but I think what's going to be interesting is you know and it is a challenge I'm putting out there you know if you want to try it is that it's going to be interesting to see the shift in what you're grateful for. I feel like at first it's probably going to be easy. We'll probably say big things like what I just said, kids and, you know, I'm grateful for my house and I'm grateful for, you know, employment, right? For having a job. Absolutely. Cause it's hard times out here and there's some people that don't have a job. So yep, we should definitely put that on the list, but I think it's going to be interesting to like, let's say if you're a week in and you're still trying to think about three things that you're grateful for every day, you're going to start to have to challenge yourself to notice little things. It's not the big things. You know, what if it's the fact that like you even have a car to drive, you know, that that car is an operating condition. The fact that like on your way home, you saw this like, you know, beautiful garden. It's currently fall. Like the fact that the leaves are changing and it just brings this wonderful atmosphere 
atmosphere. I mean, how many times are we, maybe not always when it's cold. I know some people may not like that, but how many times do we just go outside and like actually breathe in fresh air? The things that we like make fun of people sometimes for doing, but like, it's just incredible joy that that stuff can bring. And you know, how many, how it can really change and, you know, just give you that different mindset. Cause sometimes we do, we need to change our environment in order to be able to give ourselves a new mindset and a new perspective. Because sometimes we're always stuck in that same environment. Maybe it's stressful at work. Maybe it's like stressful at home. And we're like constantly going back to that every day. So for then at the end of the day to be like, oh, what are we grateful for? It's going to be hard to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're constantly in these places where you're always stressed. And all you focus on is that stress. And like maybe how to alleviate it somewhat. Or you turn to other things to help you alleviate that stress that really aren't serving you. You know, it might be certain foods that you eat it might be you know certain vices that you take up you know it might be certain things that you are putting in your body whether that might you know whatever that might be but it's just sometimes just helping us you know giving giving ourselves that opportunity to be like but wow I mean I am still here you know I do still have life I, I absolutely have purpose I have people who love me you know you know how can I really and then I think what would be the great thing is that not only realizing what we're grateful for on a regular basis but then how can we show gratitude you know and that's something I'm working on too I'm like you know what there are a lot of things I'm grateful for did I tell that person how much I appreciate them did I actually hit them up and say you know what like that conversation last week really did something to me like I really needed that you really gave me validation at a time where I was really like doubting myself and I'm just like so grateful that you helped me out with that it may sound weird <laughs> to say that I think sometimes these things do not seem like common practice or we do that thing where we're like well no that person knows like they know I appreciate them and you know we already have that common bond but it's like do they or like and and even if they do like you can't let it be known so that you can continue so that person can really understand the appreciation. But I think what's what we don't always think about is that when we show gratitude to others, it isn't necessarily just for them. We end up doing a lot for ourselves in the process. When we really take on a grateful mindset, where it's really a transformational process for us because it allows us to look at the world differently, you know, and really to see the world as a gift. And so I think too, that's what can be hard when life comes at you as fast as it does, you know, as stressful as it does. And with as many pressures, it is sometimes can be impossible to see life for the gift that it is and for what we can really get out of it. And so I just think that I want to see more of us and, you know, and myself included, you know, like I'm not telling these things because these aren't things that I'm not working on, but that we, how we can absolutely grow in that, you know, and continue to develop from that further and really see how we can be more grateful to others and then, and be able to show that gratitude, you know, definitely more frequently and more fully. And I think too, I just want to see a lot of hearts be softened because I think a lot of hearts have been hardened, you know, by situations that have happened in life. And like I said, if there are anyone that is um, listening that, you know, has survived anything, anything traumatic or anything, and maybe not even just traumatic, right, but anything difficult, then, I mean, you should definitely be grateful for that, right, that you were even able to get brought through that and that there was definitely a purpose behind that. You know, for you to still be here living to tell the story means that there's clearly more that you need to get done. You know what I mean? And so, like, and if there's things about your life that maybe you do feel like are too mundane and you're like, oh, but it's just so hard because I keep doing the same thing every day and I feel like it's never going to change. Why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we feel like that's all it's got to be? You know what I'm saying? And that it can't be better. It could be better. 
it could be greater. It could be the most amazing thing you've ever experienced if you try, you know, and if you give yourself that permission. And so I think too, too many times we do not give ourselves permission for things. You know, we feel like that's beyond. I can't do that right now. Like I can't afford that. You know, so I'm not, you know, instead of putting in a plan for like saving up for it or cutting out certain things, we just immediately assume that, nope, it's it's not within our capability or like, you know, given a relationship. Nope, this is just how it is. This is how that person is. This is how I am. That's just how it's going to be with my kids. That's 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 it. We've kind of like reached our place like, you know, this is just that difficult time. That's all it's got to be. I can't really make that any better. I mean, I got work responsibilities. What you want me to do? Like tell my boss to change up my job completely. Those aren't the things that I'm saying, but I think it's definitely giving yourself permission to look at it from a different perspective, to appreciate, you know, it from a different lens and to be able to let yourself know that yes your life can be everything that you want it to be and more but again only if you're willing to take that on for yourself and so you know as always I think that there, you know, it definitely takes, you know, certain help to be able to do that and having the right people in your life. But I think that with that, it absolutely can happen. And so, you know, as a as I mentioned, I'm definitely grateful for the children that I have. Absolutely. I'm definitely grateful for the children that I'm able to impact at my job. I love I, I love that with every job that I've had, I've been able to have at least some youth that I've been able to help. I'm absolutely grateful for my circle, which has changed a lot over the years. I had some friends that I thought I was going to ride, you know, out into the sunset with. And nope, <laughs> come to find out those were not the people for me. And, you know, as I develop as a person, I've got new friends and all of that is OK. And I'm also grateful for the changing relationship that I'm having with my family and so as I mentioned to you all a lot of these things that I have shared with you have absolutely impacted where I'm at with my family at one point I looked at them very negatively and then there have been other moments where because of my gratitude and the you you know humility that I'm trying to take on I have had different conversations with that if you approach a conversation you know from a grateful perspective and more like you know in that way, it has definitely allowed a lot of those other things to subside and it has helped me to look at things very differently and to have deeper conversations and really let people know not only about the love I have for them, but because of that love, what I would love to see happen for them. And so I've given myself permission to have conversations that I would never have approached in years past. And so that's something that I'm also grateful for. But I'm also just grateful for, you know, all of these new beginnings, you know, any new opportunities to continue to, you know, grow further and, you know, do more things. And honestly, as always, I'm grateful for you. <laughs> today and you know and every day that we have a chance and now that you know I have this you know new platform to be able to connect with others and as always I always want I hope you know now that it's here that if it can absolutely serve as any benefit to you or if there's anything like I said further that we haven't touched on that you but based on what we've talked about has given you this idea or thought I always want you to be able to lift that up and so I do want to remind you all that if you would like to connect with me there are certain ways to be able to do that. And so Instagram, um, for those who are watching me, you can see the Instagram handle. But for those who are listening, it is Santana Says. So it's Santana Says with one underscore after it. So Santana Says underscore. And then my email address is Melly.Santana88 at gmail.com. And so Melly.Santana88. 
So again, either one of those, if you know, whatever's easier for you and however you want to, or if you want to just leave any feedback that you have, you know, I hope that we can continue to use all of these different topics to really challenge ourselves, right? And just how are we currently look, looking at things and how can we look at them later? Because that's, like I said, that's the only way I want to be able to, you know, do this thing called life. And I'm hoping that that's what you also want to do together as well. So as always, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, hope this gave you some food for thought, but also if it generated any new ideas is for you or there's any other way you want to be able to connect i encourage you to do so and i encourage you to tune in next friday because that's always our feel good friday that's our time to be able to explore all these great things emotions challenges and i'll figure them out together so thank y'all